And I said, I wish I would have known because I could have teased Mackenzie. But now at least I can record it and tease her. Uh, and it's recorded. So good job, Kens. Welcome to the Exploring Washington State podcast. Here's your host, Scott Cowan. All right, everyone. Welcome to this uh, 150th episode of the Exploring Washington State podcast. Um, We're going to take some time and maybe explain why we're doing this, what we're doing, all that. So my guest is my daughter, uh, Mackenzie Passiger. Mackenzie, welcome. Thank you. What do you want to do for the 150th episode? Let's just pass the ball. What are you going to do? Well, since everyone's playing Wordle, I think we should talk about our Wordle statistics. I have not played Wordle, so my score is perfect. You haven't started it? I have not started it. I fought it for a while, but I eventually gave in. It's fun. Okay. All right, everyone. Play Wordle. So backstory of the podcast, I started doing this in May of 2020. We started off with uh, one episode a week. We weren't really sure how we were going to get content for one episode a week. Um, Fast forward to January of 2021, we decided to do a second episode each week, and that was going to be music, musicians. And we started that off with a, a long family friend of mine, Mike Wansley. So Mike did four episodes for us, kind of the... Uh, the historical 40, 40 year career of the wands was the January of that year. Then in March, we added our third show, which is food and drink. So now in a perfect world, each week we talk to somebody in the music business, somebody in the food and drink business, and then authors, hikers, artists, business owners, creatives kind of fill in our Wednesday slot. So you hear my voice most of the time. And for that, you're probably all saying, well, we're tired of that. And every now and then, Mackenzie has has led an episode. That's my recollection of what we've done for 150 episodes. What do you have to say? I just can't believe that we have been doing, you have been doing the podcast for so long. Because I remember when you called me and you were like, I want to do a podcast. And I looked at my husband and I'm like, oh my God, he's got another idea. And I remember being like really skeptical at first because it was kind of the same thing. Like, where are we going to find guests? Um, But it snowballed into a huge project that I've really enjoyed working on and finding guests for. Um, I'm not very often a host because I'm a little bit too socially awkward it feels like and you do a much better job at it um yeah i think that's what where we're at maybe we'll add in a fourth day actually we're probably gonna add in fourth and fifth i haven't told you that yet but yeah probably so we'll we'll sneak peek here folks um we're recording this in february of 2022 probably june ish early summer we'll expand We'll probably expand into sports, not in the, the Mariners played the White Sox and the score was three to two, not in the talking sports that you can hear on sports radio, because that's being done and done better than I could do it. But in a way where we're going to talk to athletes who 
live in Washington state or from Washington state, kind of their journey, uh, why they still live here. If, you know, um, if they've relocated, why, why choose Washington kind of with a Washington spin to it. We'll also probably cover, um, historical things about Washington sports that have happened through, through the years. Um, so looking backwards at, towards the, what's happened historically in the state for sports. That's my vision. It's still very cloudy and, but I think I'll execute that. Cause I, I love sports, um, especially baseball. And so I want to find a way of talk Washington state specific sports. The other category that I hope um, to be able to do is, and these will probably be a little bit shorter episodes than, the, than the, what you currently do, but uh, with local, um, the mayor of a town, uh, local mayors of, of individual towns talking about what, having them tell us about their town. Let's hear it straight from the people that are uh, running it. What's What's going on in X? So that's kind of what I hope to, and for the sense is an audio format, you guys can't see the blank look that Mackenzie is giving me at the moment. She's just staring at me with this blank, like look of disbelief. Um, but that's, that's my forward facing vision for the podcast for, for end of uh, 2022. That blank look was my utter confusion because I, I watched the Super Bowl, and that's about it. And so in my head, I'm going, well, who? plays sports that's from Washington State and so I'm racking my brain right now trying to think about that other than Russell Wilson being in Washington but beyond that so I look forward to those episodes so I can educate myself a little bit better okay so so you well let me ask you this so you you thought this podcast was another one of your dad's crazy ideas well you tend to be the kind of person that like I feel like every time we're on the phone, you have a new idea and I'm just like, okay, okay. I can't keep up with all of the ideas sometimes. And sometimes they're great ideas. And sometimes they're ideas that I'm just like, wow, dad. Like, (laughs) and so I don't know how I felt about the podcast. Like it seemed exciting, but at the same time I was so caught off guard because I think that's right when we were renovating our apartment or starting to. Mm-hmm. And I think the combination of like my head was in the renovation and like starting a brand new, larger project kind of just threw me through a loop. Okay. So for 149 episodes, what's your favorite episode? That is so unfair to ask me that right off of the bat. Oh, there have been so many good episodes. Um, I mean, my of your favorite episode with me talking. Yeah, I know with you talking. Um, Oh, that's so that's, that's hard. What's your favorite episode that you've listened to? I like all my episodes equally, just like my children. That is. (laughs) (laughs) I have favorites. I do. There's, there's some, I'll, I'll share. I'll share. Um, a little bit, a couple stories. So early on, I think it's episode number seven. Um, Nick Zentner, uh, professor at central episode, professor, professor at central Washington university agreed to be on the show. And back then I had zero clues as to what I was doing. Um, now I might have a clue or two, but I'm still not, you know, but zero clues. So I'd emailed him and he said, sure. Like to be on it. Uh, when do you want me? Uh, okay, great. We'll do it 
you know, whatever time it was, Saturday at 10 a.m. Uh, send me the link. That was it. That was the communication I had with him. And the night before we were to record, he was live streaming his hike up Saddle Rock. And there was a thousand people watching this guy climb Saddle Rock. I had no idea um, that he had this big audience. So I was freaking out. So the time comes to record. I, I click the button. I go live. He, he, he shows up. We say hello. Literally 30 seconds in, he goes, let's go. We don't need to warm up. Let's just go now. And I'm like, okay. And, and he took off. And he was, he was so much fun to talk to. Uh, I, I look forward to having him back on. That was, that was for me when I, 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 it was early on, but I went, yeah, this is going to be kind of a fun thing to do for me. I, this is, I just have to not freak out about every little thing and just let go and it'll be fun. So Nick Zentner. Uh, I think if I had to choose my top two episodes that you did, I think my number one episode would be the Orcas Island leather goods one. Just because the way she spoke about Orcas Island like made me want to move there first and foremost and join this creative community that she t- was telling us about. Um, and I think the second one would probably be the San Juan sea salt episode just because I have used their products in the past, but I had never actually stopped to think about what goes into making a product like that. Cause like when you're thinking about shoes or clothes or uh glass boat blowing artwork, it's like, okay, you know how much work goes into that. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you think about sea salt, it's kind of like, well, doesn't that just happen? Like, can't you just, I don't know, snap your fingers and have salt there. And then when he told the story about the first time when they were making it in his mom's kitchen, I think, and it was just all over the place. It was very relatable for some reason. And <laughs> He was a great storyteller, I think. All right. Another one that I I really enjoyed because for me it was the guest just never never talked to the person. Well, so back a little bit a little bit of backstory how the, how an episode comes about. So I'll stumble across somebody. I always ask our guests who would be another good guest. So great way of for us to find guests or recommendations from from other guests. Mackenzie will come across things. She'll, she'll share them with me and I'll look it up and reach out. Um, so this person was recommended to me, uh, by one of the great connectors that has been such a great value, um, to the show and Raymond Hayden. Um, I was introduced to Ray and Ray is just connect and we make fun of Ray every, every episode now because it seems like every guest is, you know, hell, you, you know, Ray. And, uh, is so that the guy fun- from England? No, no. <laughs> so I'll let Mackenzie finish that story in a little bit. Um, so Ray, Ray said, you need to talk to Andrew Jocelyn and Andrew Jocelyn, um, runs the passenger, uh, string quartet. He is a Grammy award winning, uh, composer, musician, uh, does the strings primarily for Macklemore and uh, toured 
with Macklemore when Macklemore went out to support the heist album. My friend Mike Wansley went out on the tour and Mike and Andrew were on the bus together. And so there was this little bit of familiarity I had. But Andrew was just an amazing, easy person for me to talk to. He was he was awesome. Uh, I don't know how he gets everything done that he gets done because he's, he's seemingly everywhere um, musically these days. So that was a fun one for me. But Mackenzie, please explain the Raymond Hayden comment. I'm, I'm just going to skip right over that one. <laughs> no, no, you're not. You're going to explain it because it's funny. <laughs> So I am the one that runs the social media accounts and I'm just going to preface this by saying I have two small children and I don't sleep a lot in my defense and I don't always know what our guests look like in my defense and I made I was trying to promote Raymond's episode and I even shared it out on our Instagram page with 75,000 people looking at it with half of his bio wrong because apparently there's another guy living in England by the same name who's also a musician. And I'm looking at what my dad had written out on the podcast page and I'm looking at this other man's Wikipedia page and I'm like, yeah, like it it, it, it could totally connect. They're both musicians, both the same kind of style of music almost, except not. And so I made a mistake. And Raymond, the man that we interviewed, uh, sent me a very nice message on Instagram saying, hey, think you made a mistake. And thankfully, it was within three minutes, it was deleted. But um, not my proudest moment. Moving on from that, I no, think... No, I want to tell you the backstory of my side of that story now. Oh, God. So a couple of weeks ago, we pick Ray up at his house, and we're going to go down to Portland to see Ray's wife on the first night of her tour. We're going to go down. And so Ray rode down to Portland with us and we're driving down to Portland and we're about to long view. We decided to get coffee and we're talking about explore and all that. And he goes, Hey, I said, so somebody wants to be an intern. He's like, oh, is that Mackenzie? I said, no, Mackenzie's my daughter. He goes, Oh, it's not your intern. No, it's Mackenzie's my daughter. Hmm. Why? Well, I didn't tell you about this, Scott, but she made a mistake and she put half of my bio with (laughs) half of the other Raymond Hayden's bio. And she was really, really nice and took it down right away because I just reached out. He goes, I didn't want to bother you. It wasn't that big of a deal, but I thought that it should be corrected. And I was just laughing. And I said, I wish I would have known because I could have teased Mackenzie. But now at least I can record it and tease her. Uh, and it's recorded. So good job, Kenz. See, and I thought I got, I got away with it because I was like, I'm not going to tell him that I did that <laughs> because I don't, I'm never wrong. Um, but when he messaged me, he was like, hey, Scott, thinking it was you behind the Instagram. And for a split second, I did consider acting like you. <laughs> But on this, on to keep on the musical note, um, <laughs> an episode that surprised me, honestly surprised me how much I enjoyed it was the Toby Hansen episode. I was really into that. He's an accordion player in a polka band, which I do not like polka music and I do not care for the accordion. 
But I was listening to that episode after I was out of town and I had to drive like six hours with my kids alone in the car. And it was like 1130 at night and I'm driving up this mountain. There's absolutely no street lights. There's twists and turns. And I, I was terrified. I was like, I'm not going to make it home. Like I can't do this. And then it started raining and I'm just like, I'm freaking out. So I pull over on the side of the road and I was like, I need to put something on so I can stay awake. And that was the newest episode at that time. And I was like, all right, cool. That's what I'm going to listen to. I'm going to listen to a guy talk about polka music. And I put it on. And honestly, I was so into that episode. All of my fear about driving on this mountain with no streetlights like instantly went away because it was such a fun and lighthearted episode. And it was so cool talking about polka music and like the different communities across the states and like everywhere that he's been. I... That was a really, really cool episode. And if someone out there is listening to this and they're like, I don't like polka music either, give this episode a chance. Honestly, it's great. Yeah, Toby was a lot of fun. It was yeah, fun. He's a he's a he's a good guy. What other episode have you liked? What other episode have I liked? I just named like Three or four, didn't I? Well, that's only like 145 more to go. Come on. I know. It's just, I'm embarrassing having to look at all the episodes because there's so many that I'm like, what do I, what did I like? I like all of them. I mean, honestly, some of them stick out more to me than others do. Um, The Casey Mack one, that was also one of the first ones that you did. That was like way in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, Why? What do you, I feel like you're expecting a certain answer from me right now. No. I'm not. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to tell you there was an episode I, that I didn't like. Which was? And it was, a, it was an early episode on, and I'll explain why. But I... I Oh, no, duh. <laughs> I don't like the episode I recorded with Jim Hunger of Belly Rub Products. And the reason being is that uh, Jim Hunger is a dear friend of mine. And I've known him for many, many years. And I didn't feel like that episode was a good representation of his personality. It was just, it was awkward. Um, it was, and it's very, his, his passing was really sad. Um, yeah. Because he really was one of those people that, I mean, he was, he was the energy in the room. He yeah. was that person that like, it doesn't matter how bad of a day you were having or how grumpy of a person you were. Jim was going to say something so off of the wall and so wildly inappropriate that you couldn't help but to laugh. Right. And And one of my favorite memories with Jim was when I was in high school and he taught us how to make mozzarella cheese. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. That was so cool. That was honestly just like, that's a core memory for me. And the reason I say I don't like the episode was because it didn't, it didn't come across his energy. Didn't there was, it was just, it wasn't his light wasn't shining. Yeah. And I didn't do a good job of helping him bring out that over the top personality that he had, Mm. but he is um, one of the core reasons why I keep doing this. Yeah. So that was a great guy. That was one of the episodes that I'm, disappointed in because I think there was so much potential there that we just didn't, didn't tap. 
but you know, when you think about over the, over the last year and a half now, I've been able to talk to um, people that have summited the highest peaks in the world. Yeah, uh, that was great. People, Andrew's episode. Pe- people that have summited uh, Rainier dozens of times. I mean, staggering amounts of, uh, and you know, every time we talk to an outdoors person, you know, I explain that I get winded going up the stairs from the office. So I'm not an outdoors person, but I find those episodes to always be interesting because they're so passionate about, about what they do. Uh, I've gotten to talk to some great restaurant, restaurant tours. Um, some of the some of the some of the distillers in the state that are doing amazing amazing things with uh with without whiskeys primarily in my world those have been fun um it's been a lot of fun for me to talk to i don't know how many how many cider places have we talked to now it's it's it seems like every every week i get to talk to somebody in the cider industry and that's a lot of fun so when you think about all of the guests that we've had the opportunity to have on the podcast mm-hmm. who like if anybody living let's start with that anybody living in washington state or from washington state who would be like your dream guest to have on edgar martinez why or elaborate rather <laughs> not so accusatory hall of fame Hall of Fame baseball player, played his entire career with the Seattle Mariners, lives in lives in Washington still. Um, I, I had the pleasure of meeting him once uh, many years ago. Uh, probably my favorite Mariner. I think having a, an opportunity to have a conversation with uh, with with Edgar Martinez would be amazing. That would be really cool. Yeah. Uh, another one. Uh, well, you, how about you? Who would you like us to talk to? I think for me, my dream guest, not that I would personally want to interview them because I wouldn't even know how, um, and we will never get them on the podcast, unfortunately, uh, would be Gary Larson. I think he is such a recluse, honestly, and it's so hard to find anything about him online. But when we were kids, we had that book of his about the worm in the dirt. And then it like, do you know, what is the name of that book? There's a hair in my dirt. There's a hair in my dirt. And I remember that was like one of the first books I was able to read once I learned how to read. And that was you graduated high school. I just saw you look up for that book on your, on your bookshelf. I have it. (laughs) It's not I have a copy. I have a copy of it too. We were so proud um, of you. You graduated from high school and read that book in the same year. That was so amazing. Great. I, I, I would just, I would love to truly know where his inspiration comes from. And honestly, I would love to look in his sketchbook, like mm-hmm. all of the stuff that didn't get published or won't get published. Mm-hmm. Also, um, also not able to get him on our podcast for other reasons. I think talking to Barb Barker would be really interesting. Um, but that's just the old lady in me, I think. <laughs> I feel like Bob would have had some amazing stories to tell. I don't know what kind of stories, but, you know, I think he'd be, he would have been fun. Right. 
this is a guest. I don't know if this person exists. And when I talk to people about being on the show or when we talk to people about Explore Washington State, I, I say we, we don't cover Seattle very much because, well, it's been done. And who mm. needs another article on the Space Needle or Pike Place Market? You know, it's been done. If I could find someone still living who would sit down with me and talk about the construction of the Space Needle, I think that'd be fascinating because that is that's that is an iconic. That's the icon of the state, and yeah. we don't need to know that it's this tall or that. But I'd love to talk to somebody who was part of the many hundreds of people that built that thing. I think that would be a really fun conversation for me. That would be a fun conversation. Yeah. Um. So, Hey folks, if, if anyone knows Gary Larson or Edgar Martinez or a steel worker that built the space needle, um, please have them reach out to us, leave, leave your name and information in the comments <laughs> below. And we will, we will, we will circle back to you. Um, I'm not kidding. Edgar Martinez, if you hear this, we would love to talk to you. Gary Larson, I know you're listening. Come on. Come and talk to us. Just send me a screenshot of one of your sketchbooks, please. That's all I'm asking for. That's all. What do you... Because Okay. <clears throat> so we have an online presence through social media. Mm-hmm. We have our newsletter. Mm-hmm. We have our website. And we have the podcast. What's next? No. What do you, what do you think or what do you know that our podcast gives our audience that our other social media channels or newsletter or website don't provide? What is that special it factor about our podcast, do you think? Well, I don't know if it's an it factor, but the For podcast is a little- better term. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's a long form conversation. We go, um, the episodes are never scripted. I, I don't, I purposely don't research the guests all that much. I don't want them to give me the standard boilerplate that they, you know, if I'm talking to somebody with, with an extensive public resume, I don't necessarily want it just to read like their Wikipedia page. So I don't do a lot of research and people will say something and we'll go down some rabbit hole. So if, if you want to find out some, relatively obscure information about somebody of interest to you, then this is a longer form conversation. Social media is, you know, a static photograph, a brief thing, the newsletters, you know, a few paragraphs here and there. So I think it's the, the depth that we can go with the podcast. I think that's a nice way of summing that up. That's a good answer. Why? Thank you. (laughs) It's almost like you do this for a living. One of the things that you were tasked with was finding out if the audience had any questions. Oh boy. I, uh, yeah. So on three, three separate days, I'm just gonna, on three separate days, I shared on social media that we were doing this episode and this was the opportunity for our audience to send in some questions. Um, and as to be expected, some of you guys out there are um, just, you know, a little inappropriate, valid questions, but none that I'm going to 
say out loud on the podcast because who knows if someone has their child with them in the room. Um, so I'm going to start it off with an easy question. And the question okay. is literally just this. Tacos? Where? I can't, digni- I can't dignify that with a response. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> where in the state has has been your favorite place to go get a taco? Like, where is the best taco? Okay. Taco man. Come on. I, I can't answer that because I can't say the name of the place. Honestly, it's embarrassing. There's this place in Wenatchee that's new and their tacos are insanely good. Um, I will put it in the show notes because they deserve a shout out and I can't say their name. I will tell you my taco story though in Yakima because I think it's a, it's a great story. It has nothing to do with the podcast. If you're ever in Yakima, I think there's one in um, Tri-Cities as well. It's a small, it's a, well, not maybe small. It's a chain of, of Latino grocery stores called Fiesta Foods. And they have five tacos and a Coke for five bucks. I assure you, that's the best $5 you'll ever spend on food. And the first time I went there, I was told, Tacos are great. Got to try it. So I go there. And they have a taco cart out in front of the grocery store. There's three people working. I walk up. I don't speak Spanish. I, I, I barely speak English. I don't speak Spanish. And through a complicated series of hand gestures and nods and shakes, and I, I order my tacos. And the, the, the woman is preparing them for me and she's pointing to the various condiments and I'm like, yes. And so she's created five tacos all laid out for me on this aluminum foil. And she takes aluminum foil and all I can do is describe it. She like went like this and she smashed them together. And I was like, (laughs) no, what? Like, what did she do to my tacos? I was mad. I wasn't mad, but I was really annoyed and I'm not a confrontational person. So I wasn't going to say anything. So I politely take the I politely take the tacos from her. I grab my soda and I go back to my car. And I'm just like grumble, grumble, grumble. And I set I set the tacos down on the armrest. I have a big center console in my car. I set them down on my and I open it up. And what she had done was perfectly present the tacos in a folded format for me. They were beautiful. They were absolutely beautiful. And I'm oh. so grateful I didn't say something. And they were amazing. You would they have were amazing. Like such a jerk. Oh. So, for those of you that listen to the show, haven't seen me. I'm I'm what six foot four, three hundred and some pounds with with a big gray beard. I'm I'm easy to recognize. I mean, I'm Santa fairly distinct. From which? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a few weeks later, I go back, and this time, the same people are there miraculously they all speak english now it was hysterical (laughs) they were so nice the tacos were so good the lady that smashed my tacos the first time was grinning from ear to ear (laughs) and i i love that place so fiesta foods they're five dollar tacos we just had them two weeks ago uh edie and i stopped in on a saturday evening because uh, we were driving home from Portland. We were driving up and we needed food. So we stopped at Fiesta Foods and got $5 tacos. They're, they're awesome. They're my, that's my favorite taco place in Washington state. 
Not saying they're the best tacos. That's not what I'm trying to say. But I love Fiesta Foods in Yakima. I miss tacos. Yeah. I do. As you should. I do. I really do. So for for those of you that don't know, Mackenzie lives in Austria. The land of no tacos. Yeah, land of tacoless tacoless Tuesdays. And... (laughs) She she runs all our social media um, remotely, which is great, and it allows her to keep in touch with home. So keep sending things for us, and so Kenzie feels more connected to her home. Well, Austria's home, too. So next question. Um, someone, someone asked about dog-friendly hikes, and... Seeing as I am not a dog owner and you are not a dog. I'm not a hiker. I'm not a hiker. Or a hiker. Um, I looked up some dog friendly trails. And so to that, I will just say Wallace Falls, Snow Lake, Heather Lake, and Melmont Ghost Town. But this is kind of something that I wanted to bring up because sometimes I feel, I mean, like we know a lot of things about Washington state. Um, but we are not always going to be the fountain of knowledge that people I feel like sometimes expect from us, especially on social media, which can be very stressful. Um, but I wanted to open this up for anybody that is listening to send us a message on Instagram and tell us what your favorite dog friendly hikes are, because with a lot of things, the community that is out there hiking, that's out there as the pet owners, like you guys have the best ideas um, so if anyone out there is listening to this, send me a message on Instagram and let me know where the best dog hikes are. Okay. Um, someone else wanted to know if we had any, sever- I, all of a sudden I can't speak anymore. Anyone asked if we have any summer adventure goals. Um, so I'm gonna let you think about that for a second because I already have my answers. Um, so every like my dad said, I am in Austria and in non-COVID times, I'm usually over in Washington a couple times throughout the year, uh, generally in the summer when my kids are out of school um, and I go over for a longer period of time. I grew up in or I went to high school in Tacoma and afterwards I lived in Seattle and in West Seattle. I have never... And my both sides of my families are from Washington, right? Everyone in my family, both sides, born, raised in Washington. I have never been to Bellingham. Not one single time. And the more I think about that, the more depressing that is. Because everybody I know has been to Bellingham. So for me, <laughs> going to Bellingham is on my adventure list for when we're there. This summer. And also, I'd really like to go to the Ho Rainforest. That, for me, without my kids, preferably, uh, would be amazing. So I can... No, I know you're laughing at me. I don't know where I'm going to put my kids. But, like, no, I would love to honestly go in there and just be able to truly take my time and, like, wander around and really embrace it and not have my three-year-old go, oh, what mushroom is this? And what tree is this? And I'm just not know any of the answers. I really want to go and soak it up and enjoy it. My summer is already booked. I won't be able to travel much this summer because I have taken 
a job as the PA announcer for the Wenatchee Apple Sox baseball team this summer. So <laughs> I'm going to spend my summer watching baseball and I can't think of a better way to do it. Um, that really just sounds like the perfect summer to me, honestly. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked. I do have a spring goal. Um, well, the question week. was for summer, so. Uh, but I'm going to go see Paul McCartney. You are playing in Spokane and playing in Seattle. We're going to get tickets. We're going to go see Paul, Sir Paul. Go see Paul McCartney. I don't. No, you should well, just I, be hope, quiet. I hope you have fun because that just you should just be sound... quiet because anything you say is just going to be wrong. That just doesn't sound okay. like a good time to me. Oh, children. I know. Um, next question, please. Next question. please. <laughs> Someone else asked what's changed throughout the years. And I'm not sure if this person was directly questioning um, our podcast or our website, or just us as people. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take Explore Washington State as the brand because this isn't my therapy hour. Um, although if someone wants to listen to me, I'm willing to talk about it. Um, I don't think. I mean, we've talked about it before. How Explore Washington State started out, and you tell it better because I wasn't really involved in that in the very, very beginning. Um, but it definitely wasn't what it is today, and I think what it's turned into now is continuously evolving, especially as <clears throat> we are out of the quote unquote golden era of social media. I think our main focus has turned more into our podcast and our newsletter and into our website and building recognition through those three uh, channels. Um, I mean, what do you think? What would be, what's changed through the years for you, Scott? Well, initially I started this as Explore Anderson Island and then Explore Tacoma and Explore Olympia. We were building out little sites for exploring a specific town and we convertly completely turned that on its head and just said, well, we'll start with the whole state. So that was the first big change. Um, the other change, frankly, is that for me, not that I don't, well, the truth is I'm not allowed to look at social media because Mackenzie says I'm too old because I go see Paul McCartney. I said you're not allowed uh, to log into it. Not that you're not allowed to look so at I, it. I don't, I don't spend a lot of time on social media. And so my my hope is that using the website, working with people who are out enjoying the state and contributing their journeys to the, so that we can publish them for them, that we can help um, people find interesting things to do. That's just a little bit off the beaten path. Um, so I like I like the, focusing on the website, and I like, and then I like the long form version of the podcast to go a little bit deeper on the topics that we're, we're able to talk to people about. So that's been the focus. I would have never thought I would be doing uh, a podcast um, type content five years ago. And now I can't really envision not doing it. So that's where I'm at. I think another thing that's changed um, at least <clears throat> for you and I is I feel like in a lot of ways we've become a lot more comfortable and confident in what we're doing when we're doing it. I don't feel like we're, or at least I'm not 
question like, oh, did I phrase this right? Or did I post this picture wrong? Or like, should I have done this? Should I have done that? I feel like now I'm more like, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is okay. Like, I'm going to make mistakes, but it's not going to be like the end of the world. Um, Which just goes to show you, if you spend too much time on social media, it's not good for you. So looking at myself here with the eight hours clocked in today. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to share something you, because you weren't going to admit to your oversight with Raymond Hayden. I'm going to publicly remind you of the other oversight. A couple of weeks ago, we published an episode on the Vancouver's farmer's market. Where we were talking about Vancouver's farmer's market. Mackenzie, I'm going to delete the Instagram account. I swear. No, this if is awesome, guys. This. No, this is this this is how we make mistakes. This is let's just be full disclosure. And I gotta harass my daughter. So I look online and I see that oh hey, the Vancouver's farmers market is this Saturday at such and such time and such and such place. And I'm like, no, it's not. And one of the streets was Center Street, and it was spelled C E N T R E, which is strikingly not how we spell the word center here in, in America, but that's how they spell it in Canada. Vancouver, Canada. So Mackenzie was promoting the Vancouver, BC farmer's market folks. You know, I was just trying to be helpful because it's not that far of a drive. Well, maybe someone it's wants really not, but it was really so funny. I'm like reading this going, this isn't right. But you know, what's funny to me is I made that mistake and you, I didn't notice it obviously. And you didn't notice it for like a solid like week or something. But I don't look at it. No, I know. But the thing is, is that nobody said anything. Yeah. Well, that could be scared. All right. So anyway, now that I'm done teasing you on that topic. Um, okay. I have one fun question and then I have one more serious question to wrap things up. Okay. So my quote unquote fun question has absolutely nothing to do with our podcast, with what we're doing if you could have dinner which is such a cliche question if you could have dinner with three people alive dead fictional mythical real i don't care three people who would they be jerry garcia is number one yeah, jerry garcia yeah <laughs> jerry, jerry, jerry garcia wow Jerry Garcia, Jerry Garcia, Jerry Garcia. No, uh, Jerry Garcia, mm-hmm. Roberto Clemente, and hmm. Hmm. Jerry Garcia, Roberto yeah. Clemente. I feel like if I keep saying Jerry Garcia, Roberto Clemente, that the third <laughs> one will pop out. Like, the third one will just magically appear. Um, actually, the way I feel right now, mm-hmm. subject to change, uh, Jerry Garcia, Roberto Clemente, and Mick Jones. Who's Mick Jones? Mick Jones is the uh, was the guitar player in the Clash. Oh. So Roberto Clemente, Roberto Clemente played for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Thank you. So my favorite favorite ball player when I was a kid growing up, who died tragically in an airplane crash delivering uh, uh, supplies to uh, earthquake relief supplies in Nicaragua. That's horrible. And then, and then Jerry Garcia um, was the guitar player for the Grateful Dead. And uh, those are my three. How about you? Who would your three be? Mm. Ernest Hemingway. Mm. Because 
I love, he's one of my favorite authors. Okay. Definitely would want to sit down and talk to him. Um, this is, I'm on a, I'm on a reading. Like I've, I set a challenge for myself for this year to read. I read a lot, but I've set a challenge to read five books a month. <clears throat> and my focus is on classical books at the moment. Um, and so I'd have to say Abraham Stoker, the guy that wrote Dracula, because I read the book. I understood the book. I thoroughly enjoyed the book. However, when I go online to read about the book and read people's reviews, they are bringing up symbolism that I'm not going to talk about on the podcast that makes me just kind of turn my head and go, what did I miss? Okay. Also, he worked for a theater and then all of a sudden he wrote a book. Like, how do you? And then just didn't again. Um, so that would be a big one for me. And I think the third person, I don't want to be too off color, but I have a really bad response. Go ahead. No, I'm not going to do it. Um, Jeez. Huh. I mean, on a sad note, like it would be really cool to sit down with grandpa again and like have dinner with him and like talk to him like as an adult. And not that I never spoke to him as an adult, but like to sit down with him and be like, okay, I need you to tell me the story of your life from the beginning until the end. And I want all the details and I want to know what made him the person that he was just because he was a very, not like in your face person, but he was, he was very present when you were around him. And he always told awful jokes but they were funny because they were so bad but he never spoke to me about what it was like for him growing up and like how certain things made him feel he was very very private and um and he sadly passed when I was pregnant with my son and I think that would be not a famous person but um I think that would be really cool yeah that would, that would be, be really great cool. Um, all right. So my final question to you today, Scott, and it is a question you love to ask, ask your guests. And Mm -hmm. today I'm going to ask you, Okay. what was the one thing that you thought was going to be great and it didn't work out about explore Washington state, not about your life? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Cause I'm like, clarification there for the audience. Um, I can't answer that. And, and, and the reason I, I'll, I'll, I will clarify and plenty of things haven't gone well. Mm-hmm. Some things have absolutely flopped, but with each, each time I say that I go, but we could have done something else differently. So I don't know that anything has like gone wrong. So, so unrepairable so we couldn't repair it if we tried i i think that um yeah i i it's just i knew i was gonna get you with this one yeah i just you know (laughs) i think that we could I i can say a lot of things i think we can do better and that we can improve on and that's great because that makes it fun right because if it was just the same stuff why would you yeah 
Maybe bringing you on. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to Exploring Washington State. This was our 150th episode. Don't forget to leave a review on Scott Skills at Burning Me, his daughter, who he brought into the world and should love and respect and yet chooses time after time to publicly embarrass at any given opportunity don't forget to subscribe and like (laughs) everyone thank you so much for uh spending these minutes with us we appreciate each of you for tuning into the show whenever you do please do uh send us a review apple podcast is probably the easiest place for you to review it uh please visit us online at explorewashingstate.com uh we're on all the social channels. You can find us there, but really uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll probably be back on episode 200 to recap some more. And yes, I'll poke fun at Mackenzie then too. Thanks folks. Can I still say something? Yes, go ahead. I also want to just say thank you to everyone for listening. This probably wasn't the episode that any of you were expecting when you put it on today. But I hope you had fun with us, and I would like to give away a t-shirt to the first person that messages me on Instagram saying, t-shirt. All right. There you have it. There, There we have it. Thanks, folks. Join us next time for another episode of the Exploring Washington State podcast.